0: Judges chapter 16. At least I warned you in advance we were coming back. So you didn't have to think I had forgot what I preached this morning. <laughs> Verse 26. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost. Samson. The Bible says, Samson said unto the lad that held him by the hand, Suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Suffer me, would you, young man? that I may feel the pillars because in his backslidden condition he finally recognized what pillars meant Father I'm asking for help I'm asking for your spirit to do the rest of what it's been trying to accomplish here tonight this service without your help means nothing We've got people that have been fighting all types, diverse sicknesses, trials, tribulations. I pray that you'd help me to articulate with wisdom. Help me to preach. Oh, God, help me to preach the way I feel it. Let your word be spoken here. And do a great work in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And everybody said, Amen. I want you to find three or four people before you're seated tell them he's going to preach about the pillars. Don't be offended, but I'm taking that off from the start tonight. I, I just, I'm just hot already. You know how I sweat. Nobody's shocked by that. We ended this morning's session talking about Samson carrying those gates, those gates, that, that barrier, barrier that could be moved. We ended by taking a look at where he was and who he was. But yet it seems most famous in his life was the relationship that he formed with that lady who's about to come next. In all the accolades and the up and down of what we discussed this morning, we never got to her name. But typically when you say his name, it's accompanied by another. And what is her name? Delilah. Samson and Delilah, that woman there in the valley of Sorek that he... He fell in love with, again, because he was a he-man with a she-weakness. And it seemed to plague him. It seemed to follow him. Maybe you're not like me, but I get very annoyed reading this story every time. Brother Henderson, I struggle with it every time. Maybe it's my many years in youth ministry. I picture her batting her eyes at him. Now, I believe she was beautiful. I believe somebody that was strong enough to pick up the gates and put them on his back, he probably knew how to draw a woman's eye. Ladies, you know I'm telling the truth. Some of you know you were always attracted to the bad boy. Some of you married him. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God the Holy Ghost turns the bad boy. Into, well, felt a little nervousness in the room. My problem is it doesn't take her very long to start wearing on him after practice this or promise this bundle of silver. It doesn't take her very long to start wearing on him about where his strength lies. How are you really so strong? Now, think about that. That really could have been an insult. How are you really so strong? It wasn't obvious, ladies and gentlemen. There was more to it than met the eye, it was bigger than bulging biceps. And a six pack Is way bigger than physique Tell me where your Tell me where your strength lies And in verse 7 He starts it Uh, Well if you If you bind me with those green You know Samson Samson Why start down this road Why start down this road because when you get hooked up with people of compromise you find it easier for you yourself to also compromise it was, you know almost everything has a little bit of truth in it and there was a little bit of truth tied in it if you if you bind me with these seven oh so so in fact it does happen And the binding takes place. But just like we talked about this morning, the rope had turned to flax. It happens again when the call comes that the Philistines are there or the Philistines. He he broke them and there was nothing to it and there came a good old beating on the Philistines. Second time, go down to verse 11. She's upset. She's upset. Verse 10. (laughs) You mugged me. One time would have been enough for me. The fact that she's upset at me that I didn't die. I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough to know that. All she could do is cry. She stuck her bottom lip out. You don't even love me. Exactly. Exactly. And so here he goes again, verse verse 11. If they bind me fast with new ropes that that never were occupied, then I'll I'll be weak. I'll be like any other man. Here it is, verse 12. Delilah therefore... I mean, there's not even a pause in between. Delilah therefore took new ropes and bound him therewith and said unto him... Ah, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And what happens? He busted them off of him. Yes, he did. He break them from off his arms like a thread. And Delilah said, (laughs) You mocked me again. Samson, leave. Leave the house. Any of you parents ever sit? Well, don't amen too, too loud, but... You ever know they're talking to somebody, and that's what you want to do? Hold up a big sign that says, Run! That's what I want to do in this text. Run! But he had got so comfortable with pushing the limits. Somewhere along the way, you can become convinced you're invincible. And that's exactly what happened to Samson. He felt invincible that a man that just carried the gates on his shoulders is about to let a little old girl that probably didn't weigh a hundred pounds soaking wet be his great downfall ah ah she mocks him again here we go now we start getting closer don't we start getting closer to the truth why won't you tell me the truth well if you if you weave the seven locks, it's kind of interesting to recognize in the first two things, it's like everything he had been was against the Philistines, but it seems as though he's getting a little bit of inkling to the reality that she's behind all this, because in the third, temp, first two, it says, if they. The third temptation, he said, if thou. Scary thing is, I think he's picked up on it and still didn't have the willpower to leave. Because once you get into addiction, it's hard to get out of it. Uh-huh. If thou do what? what did he start talking about the seven locks? I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm jealous of seven locks. I'm not even ashamed, man. I'll tell you right now, get that on camera right there. I'll tell you right now, seven locks nothing. I have to get my hair cut for the sides, two to every one cut on top. <laughs> two years <laughs> Two years ago at Christmas, a Christmas gift, my my brother-in-law loves the thought of, he'll take one tiny little gift and he'll wrap like seven gifts around it. If you're one of those people, stop that. (laughs) And if you're watching, stop that. I opened the first box, nothing, and he puts these weights in the bottom to make them feel like there's something that they're not. I opened like six or seven boxes in a row. When I finally got to it, it was this little bitty box, and when I opened it up, it was that fake hairspray that you spray on and it colors in your balls. The devil is a liar, I'll tell you right now. Somebody said, Did you ever use that? No, I did not use that. But I did think about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you, if you take those seven locks, if you weave them with a web, that's what he said there in verse 13, and, and sure enough. She fastened it with a pen and said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awakened out of his sleep, and he went away with the pen and the beam and with the web, and, and she said, How? <laughs> How can you say you love me? Run, Samson. But it came to pass, verse 16, when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, his soul was vexed unto death. He would not leave. I got to pause here, and we got to unwrap this for a second. He was so given to the relationship with her that he would rather his soul be vexed, rather his soul be vexed. Than to get his flesh under control. And finally it was the last straw. He begins to tell all his heart. The Bible says in verse 17. He tells all his heart to her, I've been a Nazarite unto God from my birth. Is that what you want? Fine. And I love the way he says it. Because there's a lot of truth Locked up in it I've been a Nazarite unto God I've been a lot more of a Nazarite privately to God Than I ever have lived publicly before the people I've done this because of God But I—that's what it is. that's what it is That's what it is And no razor He didn't bring up some of the other things in this If you notice it He doesn't divulge some of the things Because he broke some of those rules along the way anyhow But the one thing I've held on to No razor's ever come up on mine Why are you telling her? Because she won't stop talking. I'm done talking about it. Samson, is it really coincidence that every time you tell her, you wake up and what you talk, I don't know how those ropes got there. How about when he woke up and, and the locks were all woven? I don't know how that Samson, I don't know. He knew what was going, but he could not get. It. because he came to a place where he thought, "I will shake myself. It's one thing to have the power of a vow. It's another thing to actually believe in it. He had never been able to test whether or not this cut thing was actually true. It's like somebody that's raised up in the church and doesn't really know what you've got. You know how many people I've sat across the desk from that said I never thought I'd get this far this fast but they wanted to sow some oats? Not knowing what they have. I'm going to go on record right now. There is nothing like living for God. Whether that excites you or not, there's nothing like living for God. There's nothing like feeling his presence. There's nothing like being able to. When she started singing about the name of Jesus, I thought, I know that power. I relate with that. I know exactly what she's talking I don't need to get stoned out of my mind to know this is the best thing that the world has. Brother Carson, have you ever been drunk, just on the Holy Ghost. And I know enough to know that I cannot find this in crack. And I cannot find it in marijuana. And I cannot find it at the bottom of a bottle. There is nothing like this vibe. If you believe that, you ought to clap your hands and thank God for the chuck. And somebody ought to square your shoulders and tell the Delilah in your life, you ought to get out of my ear and get out of my head because my vow is too valuable. I wish he would have ran. Can I tell you right now? I wish I didn't have this preaching material. I wish I could look at every young man in the room and say he finally had the smarts to hit the road, Jack. And don't come back. No more, no more. For some of you, it's the best thing you could do. Nobody else knows, but you know. It's not a real relationship to anybody else, but it's a late night text. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. For some of you young men in here, she's just too cute. Is she cute enough for your soul to be lost? I'm going to tell you, it's a problem when you think she's so pretty that you dismiss the reality of your vow. There is nothing like your personal covenant with God. There is nothing like your personal covenant with. There is one who died for you. There is one who delivered you. And it wasn't her. Let me switch and preach to the ladies. It wasn't him either. I'm sorry, I'm going to preach to some Some of you come here and you ain't got no husband that comes or a wife that doesn't come. Thank you for still coming anyway. You live for God until they come back. But don't you cash in your vow for anybody. Don't you give up on your belief for any? Yeah, but they said they won't like me anymore. Yeah, but you're pleasing God and not them. It's not about whether or not they're pleased with you. This is your vow to God. Brother Watkins, we can't cash this in. Somebody shout, it's my vow. vow. Yeah, well, Brother Carson, I I don't have the locks. I, I don't have a Nazarite vow. No, you got a Holy Ghost vow. Be ye holy for, be like me. How am I supposed to be like you? Well, it's sanctification. It's an ongoing process. But I'm going to tell you how you can't be like him. With your fingers linked up in Delilah's. I know I'm dating her, but I'm going to win her eventually. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to win her. She's going to destroy you. Yeah, but I don't know. My mom... My mom and dad, they weren't and and she dated him and you ask her if she's real honest with you, it was hard. And they're the anomaly, they're the exception, not the rule. You know that's true, right? Let me prove this here real quick. Come here. On the end, right here. Yep. You sweet lady, second row. Come here, come here, babe. I'm not embarrassing. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Stand right here. Looks so nice. Take my hand. Take my hand. Now, listen, on the count of three. You're going to try to pull me down. No, time, I didn't count yet. <laughs> she said, I'm going to pull Pastor right now. Bring me up here in front of all these people. Show you something. On the count of three, okay, you're going to try to pull me down. I outweigh you by 100 pounds. And two lifetimes. <laughs> Don't laugh. That was kind of. On the count of three, you're going to pull me as hard as you can. You think you're strong enough? Pull me down, I bet you you might want to take with the other hand, You might, and then you're going to want some Lysol. One, ready? You're going to pull me on the count of three. One, two, three. Don't pull me, don't pull me. You scared to pull me? You can't pull me, can you? Come on, try. Try to, try to pull me. Try to pull me. Pull. Time out. Come up here. Come up here. Okay, now, now pull on me. Stand right there. Pull me that way. You ain't strong at all now. You ain't strong. Go back down here. I don't feel any resistance. I feel almost nothing. Now, this time, I want you to pull like I just stole your you know, something. Oh, yeah. Oh, what did I steal? You are a little mad now, aren't you? You just got a little, made me come on the platform. The front row was far enough. Now, time out. She's being sweet. She's pulling. I could, I could just about, about win a minute ago. Listen, on level ground, But the problem is, when you're supposed to be on a spiritual level like this, and you link up with somebody on a spiritual level below you, it's a lot easier for them to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. Can I? I don't know why I'm preaching this, but I am. Pre- Thank you. I am going to tell you this this is why we do not date to convert. I don't believe in that. I don't believe we can date to convert. I think before you ever date them, they ought to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. I had somebody tell me one time, yeah, well, Brother Carson, if I break up with them, they won't come to church anymore. Then you ought to let them go because they're not coming for God anyway. I believe that we ought to be equally yoked together. We ought to get... You should not have a vow and be dating Delilah. You gotta get that out of you. Moms and dads, is this alright? IBC students, is that alright? Be seated, or maybe you should stand for this so nobody's some of, well. It's more than just how they look. Before my wife and I got serious, she'll tell you. We were on the phone late one night. You know how you do in dating. And I asked her, I said, Why do you think, why do you believe in, in, in uncut hair? Didn't I? I said, You really believe this? I said, Do you really think holiness is necessary? Be honest, just you and me talking. I tell you what, I was figuring out. I was figuring out if the her in private was the her in public. Because I didn't want to marry somebody that would disqualify my ministry. Now listen, there's people all over this building and I know that you've got past and there's backgrounds and there's been divorces and heartbreak and all kinds of... Listen, don't, don't don't get caught up on what I'm saying. I know there's been stuff behind you and what's happened but the beautiful thing about God is His mercies are new. Every single morning and I'm telling you right up until the time they cut his hair, Samson could have ran and so I'm trying to tell somebody that still got the chance It'd be better for you to run. Yeah. But he didn't run. And he tells her the truth. And she calls a man. Falls asleep on his knees. How can you tell her that secret and fall asleep? (laughs) Because he didn't believe the power of the vow. That's what I think. How's that even... I've never, I don't even know how that, how tired, I'll tell you why he's so wore out she wouldn't quit in agony. Somebody received that, I'm trying to help somebody. <laughs> <laughs> What's she do? Call that guy, call that guy, cut his hair, right? She cut his hair, or that dude did. Hair's all chopped off. Nothing like waking up with a bad haircut. Problem is, hair was cut, but he didn't know it. Vow was broke, but he had been so used to breaking vows, it didn't feel any different than any other day. Father in heaven. Didn't run his fingers through his hair because it had been so long that he had got close enough to his vow, he didn't even touch his vow anymore. And here they come. Hey, Samson, She's heard this before. Don't you know there's a little part of him that had to you've got to be kidding me. Still got sleep in his eyes. but I've done this three times in a row. Bible says he went out and shook himself as at other times before. Here it is. I don't know what his pre-fight warm-up was. I don't know if he pulled a robe out of the closet. Got the hood up over him. Dun, 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 dun. Shook himself. As at times before. But for the first time he could remember, he walked straight straight into a right cross. (laughs) Say what? Vow had been broke. Glory was gone. He didn't even know. Uh-huh. I just shake myself and everything will be fine. You know I messed with that lion. You know I ate that honey. I messed around with woman after woman. I've got this under control. Until you don't. Because for everybody, there's a point where too far is too far. He shakes himself And nothing 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 Everybody's shouting He's got his feet in cement He's getting pummeled Brother Roman. I mean he's getting beat up one side and down the other He's getting whipped And every time he tries to throw the same combinations That he used to You know I can see him looking around for a jawbone That worked last time It's not going to work. It was never about the jawbone. It was always about your vow. That's the problem with even thinking that the right song will work because it was never the song. It was always the vow. That's the problem with even thinking it's in the location. Sometimes we think we can live however we want and when we get to the right location, everything will change. And it was never just about the location. It was always about the vow. He shakes himself and nothing happens except for what I preached this morning. He went to Gaza. Brother Barkus, this time it says, now they carry him back to Gaza. It's one thing to go on your own thinking you're buff, tough, rough and stuff. It's another thing when you get led back by the Philistines. And they would not leave it alone. They bore out his eyes. This guy who was the prize fighter. This guy who was able to destroy. The same guy that we talked about and cheered about catching 300 foxes and setting them on fire. The same guy who whipped all them with the jawbone. The same guy is now a blind cripple, And he's in the inner prison. And he's grinding it. And I can hear it with every step. I can hear it. I can hear it echo off the concrete walls in the corridor. Every now and then I hear it slip out of the mouth of one of those Philistines while he's pushing the grinding. I hear a hideous laugh in the word Delilah. Because the truth is he was blind long before he was blind. He hadn't been seeing good for a long time. And there he is. And he's pushing that. Head is shaving off. He's got no. The devil's great desire is to make a mockery out of you. Hear me right now. The same way the Philistines were getting a kick out of making a mockery out of this once champion. The devil would love to sit back and watch what you could have been. And what you should have been. And now you're... They turned him into sport. That's what the Bible says. They invite Samson to church. Church of Dagon That's what they did Brother Cunningham They're going to bring him in And they're going to be singing Their quartet songs to Dagon Everybody's going to be in there they will be going to cry their cheers Hip hip hooray And they're going to watch As that bloody calloused Fraction of what used to be a hero Walks in with fetters on his hands Fetters that never could have bound him Chains that never could have kept him restricted. And they're guiding him. A man that whipped thousands is now being led by a little boy. But the Bible said that his hair had began to grow again. Can I tell you if I'm God, who cares? Sorry, but I think I'm not the only one. If I'm God, I'm not I'm not I don't I don't really care that his hair begin to grow again. Without the grace of God, how many of you know you'd be a lot meaner. Some of you still hard to deal with. You know. You know you'd be hard to deal with if it wasn't for the grace of God. But there's something about this. I'm going to tell you what was happening while he was grinding. He was thinking through everything that could have been and everything that should have been. And while nobody was paying attention there from under the scalp of that ragged haircut and and the fact that he had been so humiliated and they had bore out his eyes, the truth is they they went far enough his vision but not far enough to take his mind. I think I'll preach that for a second. People in this place that have been under mental attack, you better hear me right now. He might be trying to take your vision, but he cannot have your mind. Man, I'm in something right here in the vein right now. I want you to hear me. He's after your mind. He's tried to start by taking your vision. But you need to make up your, you need to make up your mind right here, right now, on this Sunday night. No! I refuse to surrender my thoughts to him. I refused to give my mind to the enemy. And the mind of Samson started going. And the mind of Samson got to where I know that. Hear me right now. He told that lad, can you let me feel the pillars? He was the blind man in the room of thousands, but he's the only one that could see what was coming. He's the only one in the whole room. I can't get away from this. You are not losing your mind. Who am I preaching to right now? You are not losing your mind. You are not going to give in. You are not going to give up. You are not going to walk away from God. I know your vision's not what it once was, but I've even feel I feel a prophetic unction on the room right now. I feel the Lord trying to tell somebody that even your vision is coming back. He He's trying to give you old dreams again and let you see things you haven't. You haven't seen in a while. I'm telling you, the enemy is after our mind, but I feel like asking them lead me to the pillars. Lead me to the pillars, because I'm ready to take the de- I'm ready to take the devil's fortress down, lead me to the pillars. Lead, I can hear the devil laughing, lead me to the pillars. I hear the Philistines chanting my name. Lead me to the pillars. Lead me to the pillars. I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm not gonna lose it all. I made it too far to lose it all with this. Now, throw your hands towards heaven. I want us to pray for a minute right now. Pray over your mind. Over your mind. Somebody lay hands on your own head and say in the name of Jesus. Whoever I'm preaching to right now, it seems like worry will not leave you. Worry puts you to bed at night and worry wakes you up in the morning. I've come to tell you it's the only thing you can see anymore. Worry is the only thing you've got. You need to fill around for the pillars of the enemy's temple. You need to fill around, fill around, fill around and get your hands on the temple because it's time for this house to come down. We just need to worship God for a minute. There's something happening right now. Somebody begin to curse anxiety right now. Somebody begin to curse anxiety in this house. Oh, I curse anxiety in the name of the Lord Jesus. you got your mind. You got your mind. Man, I'm preaching to somebody right now. You've been carrying worry around in a suitcase with you. Everywhere you go, you put worry on like a backpack on you. I curse that in the name of the Lord. I curse that in the name of the Lord. I pray vision back into you. I pray refreshing back into you. I don't care what anybody says There's a big part of all this news and media right now That wants us to live in the constant state of, of hysteria and worry I curse it in the name of the Lord Come on! I know you don't feel vision. You ought to feel around, though. I'm gonna feel until I feel it. I'm gonna gonna feel till I feel it. Till I feel it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he. He was blind, but he could still feel, and he could still hear. Don't let what you have lost destroy what you still got. Yeah, pastor, but I'm not as strong as I used to be. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I can't run like I used to run. Somebody else will pick up your place on the run track. You young people, I want you to hear, pastor, right now. It's okay to run in church. You hear me, young adult. I want the adults to hear me. Don't run over anybody, but it's okay to run at you. Somebody ran tonight. It's good to run. It's okay. It is okay to dance in church. If you don't believe that it's acceptable to worship God, then I probably won't ever be able to be your pastor. I was blind. But now... But what if not, Samson? What if you can't see? Hey, hey, Bubba. Oh, can you hear him? Hey, hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Take me to the pillar. Take, 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 take me to the pillar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bubba. Thanks, Bubba. Is this, it? oh, yeah. I know this is it. Because it was the common structure to build off that platform. Go to Judges 22 and see the the way that they had to build the edges, just like the edges in this balcony so that people would, not and by the thousands, they would pile on the rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you that think you're exalted above me right now, you don't know it, but my God's above me. Yeah, but sickness has taken my mind. I curse it. I haven't talked about this here. i preached it nationally two years ago. I got sick. I, I dealt with something the Lord brought me through. I got so sick. I, I, I tell you, the darkest day in my life was when I sat in the doctor's office and drafted my funeral plan. Some of you are thinking, "Oh man, the Lord brought me through it," but I was sick. I'm talking sick. It was an infirmity from the enemy. I drafted it. I stood in the bathroom with my wife and told her. Here's what I told her. I am not scared of death. Truth. Did I? I said, but don't let my babies get bitter towards God. i tell you the day that changed my life. When I looked hell in the face. And said, do you think death is a threat to me? Are you threatening me with heaven? We got to get I don't mean to be insensitive But we got to quit playing into this We don't fear like other people This is all temporary ladies and gentlemen This is just a vapor It's just a little Lead me to the pillar Lead me Put me back on the front line I know I can't carry any gates But I'm going to bring a gate down I know I can't find any foxes But I'm going to tear this house Here's all he prayed Samson, verse 28, I'm done, I'm stopping, stand, maybe it'll make me stop. Samson called unto the Lord, he said, remember me. They were making sport of him so loud they couldn't even hear his prayers. But I'm telling you it's not the power of how you articulate. It's about the God that hears. You can pray a prayer under your breath that gets all heaven's attention. And that's why I don't think geography can dictate it. Because he stood in Dagon's house and prayed the most powerful prayer he had ever prayed. Remember me, I pray thee. He hadn't asked for this in so long, and so long, and so long. He said, Strengthen me. Hallelujah. Strengthen me only. I can see his hands, back. I can see it just that little finger, I just once, just once. And here's what he said. That I may be avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. All oh, they've taken from you, he said, of everything that's been taken from me, my vision is the worst. At the end of the day, it was never about the women. No, 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 no. He didn't. That's not why he was mad. He wasn't mad about Delilah. It was not about fame and popularity. No, 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 no. They took my vision. You are not getting the vision of this church. I don't know why God let me be the pastor here, but you are not. Enemy, you are not getting the vision of this church we are going to be a soul winning church we are going to be a restoration we are going to be an aisle running hand clapping tongue talking holiness living Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to have a multiracial revival. Every color, every skin color, every ethnicity, every social background. Everybody, everybody, every. You're not taking my vision. Fishing. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood and on which was borne up and the one with his right hand and the other with the left hand. And in a moment of repentance He said, Let me die with these Philistines. He bowed Himself with all His might. And the house fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people which were therein. So the dead that He slew in His death were more than all which slew in His life. He is a God of second chances. He is a God of. Seconds. I wish somebody throw your hands towards heaven right now and say just one more time, just. I need this house to fall. For some of you, it's the house in your mind. For some of you, it's the house in your body. But it's the house of Dagon. It's the enemy's worship. It's the house of the tormentor.